We coming for number five. Posse Packer Nation! Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Just had to have some refreshing Vikings fan tears. Grassy. And today we are going to be talking and breaking down and reacting to the Green Bay Packers defeating the Minnesota Vikings 43-34. to 34. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, starting with the patrons over at patreon.com slash Comedy, we got Jim B. Hates Kittens? Shame. And then we have the CH underscore XMA world. Not even going to try to pronounce that. So a big shout and thank you to the brand new patrons. And over on the YouTube member side of things, we got Courtney C, Leon Pink, Scotty B45, Dustin Shores, Fuzzy Penguin, and MUI RX Rider. A big shout and thank you to all of you. So folks, for the first time in 238 days, the Green Bay Packers took the field. And boy, oh boy. All that talk of, we need a wide receiver, where's the offense going to come from? And we scored 43 points! 43! That's right, and that's on top of the fact that our first three trips to the red zone, we couldn't get it done, so it could have been even more. And again, it's important to realize, too, that we can't overanalyze this because it's week one after a very... Uh, different and weird offseason in which there are no preseason games and also camp was just consolidated into this tiny little virtual weird thing and they were only with each other for like four weeks. But let's talk about the positive first. So the Green Bay Packers scored 22 points in the first half. On top of that, they held the Vikings to just 10 points in the first three quarters and then played prevent defense and everything went poorly. That first drive for the defense, it looked like it was going to be a really long day, and that run defense just went out the window, but they rapidly improved throughout the game. And of course, Aaron Rodgers was just on fire, silencing all the critics who were like, ah, he's too old, ah, he's too washed up. And if there's anything to get from this game is that Jordan Love is not replacing this man anytime soon. Rodgers, 32 for 44 for 364 yards and four touchdowns. Now, on top of that, he had a couple overthrows, but he also had some big drops from receivers as well that could have equated to more points. And I think one of the biggest things to point out of this game is that it seemed like the deep ball was back. Rodgers was not hesitant and not afraid to go deep, obviously hitting MVS on a huge touchdown, hit Lazard a couple of times, and this was kind of what was missing from the arsenal last year. On top of that, you had Aaron Jones going 16 for 66 and one touchdown. He also had another touchdown that was called back. You also saw A.J. Dillon getting his first reps as well. But one of the guys who impressed me the most, even though it won't really show up on the stat line, was Tyler Irvin. Only three for 38 on the ground, but he was a game changer and he was an X-factor. The speed in which that he got to the outside, it was just an awesome change of pace from either a Jamal Williams, an A.J. Dillon, or an Aaron Jones, and I cannot wait to see how they utilize Tyler Irvin this season. On top of that, guys who had an amazing game, of course, Devontae Adams. 14 catches, 156 yards, and two touchdowns. The guy was uncoverable. 
Now, a lot of this, of course, is because Devontae Adams is just really that good. But on top of that, the Vikings have really young and inexperienced corners, and Devontae Adams just took advantage of them all day. On top of that, we talked about MVS, 4 for 96 with a touchdown. He also had a couple of major drops, but made up for it a couple times with some amazing catches. And I feel like that's what the story is with MVS, right? In that he can wow you and go, oh my goodness, with all of that speed, he can make some amazing catches, and then he could just drop blatant balls that are in his hand. He just needs to get more consistent, but again, it is just the first week. Yet Alan Lazard having four catches for over 60 yards and a touchdown as well. And one of the things that you can take away from this offense is that they were not afraid to spread the ball around, right? A lot of different looks, a lot of different end arounds in which Alan Lazard was taking it, Irvin was taking it, and on top of that, you have all the running backs to give it off to. You also had Josiah DeGuerra, who did have a catch, but was phenomenal in the blocking game as well, and is already going to be a major difference maker on this team. On the defensive side of the ball, while there were only two sacks on the day, Jair Alexander was a star on that defense. Not only did he have a sack, he had a safety and an interception. Zadarius Smith was the one who had the other sack. And like I said, before the fourth quarter, that defense was doing really, really damn well. And then, you know, the floodgates kind of opened. But the nice thing was, is that the offense was able to keep pace with them every single time. Now, of course, you also had some really bad injuries. Kenny Clark left the game shortly before halftime and was out with a groin injury. You had Lane Taylor, who they're checking out for his knee, Lucas Patrick for his shoulder. And so what had to happen on that offensive line is they definitely had to shuffle things around. And even though they didn't have Kenny Clark on that defense, that third quarter, they were still amazing the fourth quarter though you could definitely say that they were missing him so hopefully Kenny Clark and these other guys are not going to miss an extended amount of time they had to put John Runyon in on the offensive line and they were doing a lot of shuffling around you had guys like Jenkins who was moving from right tackle moving over then to guard and they were all over the place but for the most part they did pretty damn well considering that Aaron Rodgers took zero sacks today on top of that, they controlled the time of possession with over 40 minutes and only punted the ball once. One thing I will say, of course, that they do need to clean up besides the terrible prevent defense in the fourth quarter was wasted timeouts. It happened in the first half. It happened in the second half. It happened last season. It happened all under McCarthy. Yeah, that's one of those annoying things, and you can't do that against really, really good teams, but thankfully, it was just the Vikings this week. Speaking of the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, besides you know, making some moves on his feet, 19 for 25, over 250 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Dalvin Cook only rushed 12 times but for 50 yards and two touchdowns, and Thielen today was their main guy with six receptions, 110 yards, and two touchdowns. Justin Jefferson, even though he only caught two passes, definitely did have some pep in his step. And I was like, oh, okay, this guy could be good. But again, he's a rookie wide receiver. It's going to take time. I think they definitely were missing a Stephon Diggs. So as of recording this right now, the Green Bay Packers, they have put up the most points in week one, which is a phenomenal thing that you want to see from that offense. Started off a little bit slow, but boy, oh boy, did they come in hot at the end. And otherwise, in the division, you had the Lions who... They had, they had the win. They had it. DeAndre Swift dropped the game-winning touchdown, but the Bears were able to sneak one away. We are going to be playing the Lions next week, and so going up 2-0 in the division would be phenomenal and a great way to start off this season. So again, definitely some things that need to be changed, some to be fixed. That red zone offense in the beginning, you can't start off slow against really good teams, and on top of that, the defense towards the end of the game definitely struggled. But if you're a Green Bay Packers fan right now, you must love what you see. Scoring 43 points on week one is not an easy thing to do, and boy, oh boy, this is just week one, so... Hold on to your hats. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How you feeling? And if you're a Vikings fan, I'm sorry, not just for being a Vikings fan, but yeah, that defense looked pretty atrocious. 
But let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout out and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. We will be streaming the Sunday Night Football game tonight. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always... Go Pack, go.